designed with women in mind as we delve into what it means to be a true follower of Christ and how to navigate our daily lives, my prayer is simply that my speech will be theologically sound and that our words will be encouraging and life-giving. We will have different guests in the weeks to come and will be looking from various perspectives while staying ever true to God's Word. The title of the podcast is Beautiful Imperfection, As we go about our busy, chaotic lives, we tend to focus on the doing and not the being of who God created us to be. We sometimes get it backwards. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week the being, our identity in Christ, produces the doing, and that the doing is an overflow of who we are in Him. We are imperfect in every way, but Jesus is perfect. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. So wherever you are in your season of life, if you're in your car, in your laundry room, or sitting in your favorite chair, grab a cup of coffee and take a deep breath. Relax and listen in as we look and talk about what being in Christ really means and how the Bible explains that it is not our imperfection that makes or breaks us, but that it is his perfection that covers us and that we can find rest in that promise. Then we serve him out of an abundance of love that only comes through him. Lean in with us. Here we go. So today we want to talk a little bit about how to study God's word. And I think this is so important in the world that we live in and things that we've talked about. So, um, And it guides us and protects us. And sometimes we make it harder than it is or we think it's harder than it is because we think it has to be this perfect little spiritual life picture, don't we, Lindsay? Yes. So we just don't do it sometimes. So Lindsay and I are here to dispel that myth and let you see into our imperfect lives and how we do life. Right, Lindsay? (laughs) (laughs) So what does it look like? Tell us a little about how you go about it in your personal life. All right. So for me, um, if anyone knows me pretty well, I'm always running 150 miles an hour. Um, I have a full-time job that keeps me on the road at least two times a month. I have a nine-year-old daughter and a husband, um, but I also have many things going on at one time. I've got women's small group on Sundays. I've got a daughter that swims three times a week. She sometimes does volleyball. She does horseback riding. And sometimes somehow we find times to come out and do dinner um, together as a family. And Todd and I somehow find um, time to get in dinner dates. But, you know, I say uh, more than anything, with all the things going on in our lives, um, I what I try to keep make sure that um, I have as a priority is God. Mm-hmm. Um, so it doesn't matter how busy I am, um, how tired I am, or how much sleep I got. Um, you know, anything and everything could go wrong in my life, um, or you know, it could be going great mm-hmm. um, for the time being. But just what I need in my life is God. Um, Every day I start my day off um, at 5 a.m. And probably everybody's thinking, did you just say 5 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, people think I'm crazy, but it's actually the most important thing that I can do for my day. Um, I wake up and get up and um, just rest in his presence. Um, sometimes it takes me a little while to even open up my Bible at this point in time. But when I do... 
Um, I just wake up and he, and just reading the word energizes me for the day. Um, he gives me wisdom and he gives me patience. Um, I pray for that day in and day out. Um, but I also pray for, um, for my relationship with him and deepening my relationship, um, with others. So I say, you know, 5.00 AM, 5.00 AM doesn't maybe look like that to everybody, but it is also something that I think is um, really important that we think about when we get into the word and how to study God's word, we think start, we start thinking about priorities and, mm -hmm. and figuring out how to prioritize our life first. And then when we get into the word, what are we then doing from mm -hmm. there on out? So um, it could be where, and, and literally this, this is our imperfect life. Sometimes we're sleepy, right. Mm -hmm. And we're reading a Bible verse and I'm sitting here thinking, I'm not going to be able to be getting anything out of this mm -hmm. today. But um, there's some instances in which um, I might felt might have felt that, and then I after I I pray and mm -hmm. say, Lord, I I don't feel this, I don't see this, but you know how to take this throughout the day, and um, through those moments in time, it's interesting how all the way through, maybe it's at the very end of the day, he starts giving me a little bit of glimpse into what I read from the from from the Bible verse there, right, or from that devotion um, too. So. Um, it's neat how God works. Sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. Exactly. Sometimes you read it and it feels like it's, you know, not as crystal clear as you want it to be. Um, but he also, again, he's continually working um, in our lives and I don't want to go without it because right. Lord knows people that <laughs> love me and know that <laughs> if I'm not in the word, they can tell. From and like you a don't have your sweets. <laughs> I'm making tell from a mile away. <laughs> I'm just not as focused. I'm not um, as loving as what I should be. And, and that's not to say that, you know, the word, you know, the word every single day just is going to make me happy. Sometimes it doesn't. Right. Sometimes it's still, I'm, I'm not perfect. I'm not a perfect person, but, um, but I do know there's a big difference um, in the ability to do it consistently right. mm -hmm. and to, um, to be able to have, um, your heart in the, in the right, um, you, you just have the right heart when you're, when you're reading, um, yeah. too, because we can all do a check the box, um, right. and read our Bible. Um, and it doesn't do us any good. And sometimes the things that we think are not, that we're not grasping that are, mm -hmm. that we're not retaining are things that God's tucked away in there. So when we need them, yeah. they come out in there, you know, we think about it and, oh Yeah. I did. I read that, or I know that, or it's those treasures that he tucks away for us that he brings back out to us, yeah. you know, when we need them. And, um, without that time with him, we might not have those, even though we think, yeah, it's kind of, was it wasn't like what I really wanted it to be today. It, the important thing is that we do it and allow him to do the work in right. us. Not that right. we're trying to gain something from him for it but that he's going to work it out in our lives. I, I love that you said that because I think that's what we try to control is our lives. We mm -hmm. try to control our lives and say, this is what is going to make a perfect life. Yeah. Out, and if we do this, this is, this is going to be perfect. And what actually, when you start to read the word and you let him be in control mm -hmm. is when you start to release that and be able to see his beauty and right. his, and him working. Yeah. Funny thing um, is we don't have a lot of control, do we? No. <laughs> We, 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 we think want we do. to, we think we do, but we really don't. But, um, so know. what about you? What about, I, I'm sure you have this whole, you know, mundane, perfect life. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> no, um, neither. I don't. I mean, my life is much, you know, like everyone else's life when it comes to all the things that are combative and things mm-hmm. that try to take away from our time with God. And um, I was thinking back, and I know that we might have some young moms listening. And I was thinking back as we were talking about it, about how different, though, now um, my life and my spiritual life, as far as being able to plan it out a little better mm. than when I was a young mom, because when I was a young mom and I tried to get up at five o'clock, guess what? Kids got up at, at the same 445. time. Mm-hmm. And so I would change the time and then, you know, they would get up or something would happen or so it was always this thing where, you know, where am I going to fit this time in? Um, So I think sometimes when we are in those seasons, being intentional about it means recalling the things that God has taught us. Or if you can't, if you haven't had a chance to read the Bible and you feel like, oh, the day's almost gone, still do it. I mean, read it to them at night. They, Mm -hmm. you know, read just so that you're taking in, even if they're running around and things are crazy, still do it. Because like we were just talking about, God will tuck that stuff away in there, even when we feel like we're not able to comprehend it, which I'll be really honest with you. A lot of times I feel like I can't comprehend (laughs) what is going on because there are things that are, but God also, there are those sweet, sweet times when you just feel that such a connection that you wouldn't want to give that up for anything. So Mm -hmm. the, um, practice of it is mm-hmm. so important mm-hmm. no matter how you're feeling at the time or what's going on in your life but just doing it and I, I think it's like we talked about last week you know when we um were talking about the armor of God and then even the week before that when we were talking about prayer and fasting it's those things that are continuals in our mm-hmm. life that God is continually giving us um, that helps us to understand and um you know, it's our lifeline. It really is. Um, God has given us instruction on how our lives work best. And, you know, sometimes we just want to take what's good enough. And God says, no, I've got the best for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he's giving us the guidelines and the guardrails for our life in the word. And so everything that we need for living, he gives us. Um, it isn't a, it's not a self-help book or a motivational book. And I, I, it kills me when people act like, oh, you can just pull this little verse out and it'll motivate you. And I do think mm-hmm. it's important to be motivated, but the Bible is so much more mm-hmm. than a motivational book. Um, even though it helps us and motivates us, um, those phrases to describe God's word, though, cheapen its meaning to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I feel like, okay, well, I need help. So it does help me, but it's not something that you go pull off the shelf for, um, you know, just to self help. Fix it, yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like a a list of do's that you do this and this will happen. And you know what? God does give us promises that say when you do this, it's a cause and effect. This will happen. But you get the what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. about the difference in the meaning of that. And so God's word is a treasure. It's a love letter. It's his thoughts. It's his character. It's his instruction for us and to live a fulfilled life. Um, 
So not void of difficulty, though. And I think sometimes people think, oh, the Christian people think, oh, this or that, or, you know, it's just easy for them. No, it's really not. And I don't want to ever come across as saying that just because we are followers of Christ and believe in him, that things are easy for us because the Bible teaches that too. It is not. We come up against storms and things in life that are um, just as horrific. It's just that we have the strength to face them because in our lives, he's given us the courage and, and, Mm -hmm. and, and the will to press on in him. And I think that's the difference that he gives us the things to accomplish um, for our good, even though they don't seem good. And even though we don't see him working, he's still working for our good. And if it's not good, it's not over yet. And so that is how it's for his glory. So mm-hmm. after all that, we've talked about how we're to point people to him and um, by the way we navigate our lives. And how do we know how to navigate our lives? When we look at the Bible. When we look at the Bible. Mm-hmm. That's right. So we often don't realize what we have, do we? It's mm-hmm. kind of like um, I mentioned last week, we just cheapen it by not realizing its importance. But then the Bible tells us to be rooted and grounded in love, the love that can only come from God. So in Ephesians three seventeen through 19, it says that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, the length, and the height, and the depth. And to know the love of God that surpasses knowledge. And I think we read this in a little bit different um, version. But what this is talking about is it encompasses everything. Right. No. Yeah. Last week we prompt that same one, um, Mm -hmm. that same verse, but in a different version. But, um, you know, let's let's. When we think about those words, the breadth, the length, the height, the depth, and the strength to comprehend them, what does that mean? Well, those are those are kind of all encompassing words that words of sub, that are substantial and they carry weight and importance. And, and I think it's interesting to see this and think when we measure something in our life, mm-hmm. um, we measure how long it is. We measure how high it is. We mm-hmm. measure how deep it is to see if it's going to fit in that little spot. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is saying that all of those things are measurable things in our Christian life as well. Because he's given us all, he, he, he gives us those things and we don't really comprehend that, but to be rooted and grounded in love prepares us to know the love of Christ, um, which is in our human minds. We can't grasp it. Um, it means that we are establishing strong roots and a strong foundation in Christ. When we root ourselves in Jesus and have strong faith and reliance on him, um, will not fall or be tossed around or destroyed when the storms of life come, but they do come. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible says in John, there will be storms. It doesn't say maybe, doesn't say something, but there will, they be. Will, there will be storms and I am here and, and I give you the strength to withstand them. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeremiah 17, 7, 8 says, Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. That's a good thing for Florida. (laughs) Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. What a beautiful picture. 
And I love how God used, I don't know, for some reason, trees really, I can really get that because mm-hmm. you think about the root system, you think about them going down into the dirt and into the things that, that we look at that, um, the soils and mm-hmm. all those things. And God says, Hey, you be like that. You plant into my stream. Mm-hmm. How do we do that through his word and by yeah. getting it into our hearts? Um, what about Psalm one, three, Lindsay? Yes. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, yielding its fruit and seasons and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers or grows to maturity. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty, you know, I, I even think about when I'm looking at, you know, a picture of a tree and what a tree does when they grow, it needs light to grow mm-hmm. and light comes from the Lord and it's just, um, replenished every single day. And then when the roots grow and they grow, even, you know, as the tree grows, it gets so thickened to where it's harder to pull up mm-hmm. or, um, grow in. And I, I think about that in our lives, if we're rooted in God's word, Mm-hmm. And the more and more we're in God's word, the harder it's going to be for us to be able to be pushed down from right. Satan or um, be able to um, overcome our fears and um, yeah. things that happen. Well, you know, and I think about too, he talks about the roots in the, in, you know how strong a root is to break the concrete in your driveway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you plant a tree too close, it will break the concrete. And I look at that and I think there's an example there in what God does for us mm, because he mm-hmm. says, be that rooted and grounded in me. I can break all that other stuff up and toss it away. It's not even the matter. concrete, even, the even concrete. what we think is what is our foundation the, for our house. Right. And yeah, yeah, the things that we think are so strong mm-hmm. and that can withstand other things, but he's, you know, can it can't withstand the root system. Yeah. So, it can't overtake it. It can't cover it up, cover it up for a time, mm-hmm. but it will break through. And that is how we are to be grounded. We are to be that grounded, that plugged into God and to his word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like plugging into an electrical socket um, without, I mean, he's our electricity, right? He's everything to our life. And we should be so grounded in him that no matter what we bear fruit. And so we show his strength and love pointing others to him. Otherwise we're just like everyone else and we're taken down by the storm. Mm -hmm. So if we do not water ourselves with the strength of, in of rooting our lives and grafting our lives into his, um, we'll wither spiritually. Yeah. So I don't know if you hear people talk about their quiet times and times alone with God or just reading my Bible and no matter what you call it, it's imperative that we do it. But when you hear somebody say quiet time or time alone with God, what does that make you think, Lindsay? What do you think about? Well, quiet times are, again, um, the moments in time where you have with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a personal time um, that you share with the Lord. So it could look like you're opening up the word and, 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 um, looking to him for truth, but it also could be quiet times where you're spending time in prayer. Um, you're spending time meditating in Mm -hmm. the word that you, um, that you read. And, um, it also is times sometimes when we're yearning and, Mm -hmm. and crying out to him and stating, Lord, I don't know how we're going, I'm going to do this right? and, and help me, um, help me through this time. So, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't have a, this, this perfect picture um, sometimes that we all present ourselves to 
I think, um, be, be able to say, this is how, you know, I think we've gone in this podcast before where we say, this is how we pray. And Mm -hmm. this is, you know, there has to be this perfect word of prayer. Well, this is actually, this is this same quiet time is what I'm saying. The the same thing. It's Mm -hmm. a, it's a relationship with the Lord and um, every relationship is different. Every person feels as though it's different. Um, Right. And so there, there are different ways to do it. Um, it's, and it's notable that no matter how you interpret the Bible, there are truths, though, that mm-hmm. do not change. Mm-hmm. So our methods may change. The way we do things may change. Um, God may direct us in one way of doing something or another way of doing something, but his truth does not change. Um, so we can use them differently in different seasons of our lives. And um, of sometimes that we read many things that, that we read over and over and over and over again, but it yields new insight. And Mm. I love that. So sometimes it resonates with us in a new way, but the truth of the passage cannot be changed. And so we're going to talk about that. This is a good place to stop for today, but we're going to talk about that, pick this up again next week on studying God's word. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, you are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How How can my identity be in Christ? and you've never received him, I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, Amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.